welcome to Kicking a Java Style with Cassie. Hope you all have a cup of coffee in hand and can listen and enjoy this podcast of my amazing overcoming life. So I just realized I skipped last week. You know, I'm pretty good at not being consistent. If there's anything I'm consistent at, it's being not consistent. But that's all right because, hey, I am who I am, right? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I really am. Uh, So update on everything. I am down to the cane and a different brace now. Yesterday, I took the walker out and walked a block and a half and back. So that was a pretty big deal. My leg is pretty sore. My knee area is super sore. Didn't sleep well last night because uh, just aching and stuff. But I know that healing is not easy and it's not going to be without pain. And, you know, I can relate that to like emotional healing. When you start really digging in and getting to the root of issues and the root of your attitude and the root of hurts and stuff, it can be painful. And so, you know, it's all right to have a little bit of pain. It just shows you that there's something there that needs to be healed. So I'm going to be good with that. And unless it's just excruciating and not normal pain, I'm just going to keep pushing it a little bit each day. Uh, I am released to, you know, do a few things. I'm not released to go back to work. Uh, They put me at, well, from a couple of weeks ago, they put me at six more weeks out. So I have four more weeks to go. And You know, I do own my own company, so I don't have to have a doctor's note to go back to work. I could just put myself back to work. I did go on a couple of jobs on Friday, and I did a little bit of cleaning Friday morning. Uh, By the second house, I could do nothing. So I do know and understand why he didn't release me to go back to work. Uh, I need to really build up my endurance. And, you know, and that's another thing. Let's put that towards a spiritual life, building up your faith, building up your endurance, You know, I've been listening to some teaching and God gave us the measurement of faith. He gave us his faith already. It's inside of us. So when I say build up my faith, really what I mean is getting my mindset and getting myself out of the way and realizing that there is nothing I can do outside of God. There's nothing that can take place with outside outside of God and what he can do in my life and trusting that he's going to do it, trusting that he absolutely loves me enough to do the things that are needed in my life to provide. I have not missed one bill yet. And I believe with all my heart that I'm not, not going to miss a bill during all this, that God has me, that he's providing and taking care of me. Um, he's been providing food and groceries. And I've just now got to where I started buying groceries again and fixing my own food. I mean, two months, two months is a long time. You know, actually it's two and a half months that people have been taking care of me. They've come over and helped me. Uh, They've taken me to dinner. They brought me food. uh, They brought me groceries. I, this weekend, my living room got put back the way uh, a normal person's living room would look. And It doesn't look like a little nursing home or a college dorm. I don't have to have my microwave and fridge right at my head of my couch anymore where I can just reach in there and get stuff. I can get up and get in the chair, couch, go for a walk, do whatever I want. And that's big things, you know. I went from helpless to not able to fix anything in the kitchen. Now I can go get, you know, stuff in the kitchen and cook. And, uh, you know, those are good things. People forget to thank God for those. They just think, oh, it's just normal, natural way of life and, you know, 
give all the credit to the doctors and the medicine, and it's not. Uh, we wouldn't have a lot of things. We wouldn't have, you know, crutches and canes and medical devices and medications without wisdom from God. And so I just want to give God the credit for everything that's happening. You know, it's not easy uh, keeping my mind positive, not getting irritated. You know, I woke up this morning, decided it was going to be a great day, a great week. And then soon right after I made up my mind, I was pretty irritated because there's so much that needs done and I can't do it. Um, that's, that's, well, it sucks. I mean, that's just, just be, let's just be honest. It sucks. So I've been sitting out here in my backyard with my new dog. Her name is Tweed and my chickens and enjoying the sun and just telling myself, you know, that it's okay to be, uh, I guess, vulnerable and it's okay to ask for help. And this is the longest period of time I can ever remember having to have help. And most of the time I would just bulldog through it and just, you know what, I'm going to do this. I don't care. But now that I'm older and wiser, I realize I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be stupid and set myself back to have to spend my whole summer down. You know, two years ago, I was at the beach. I took a vacation by myself and my divorce had become final in January of 2018 and shortly after that, I found out that my ex-husband had been seeing someone and was in a relationship probably long before the divorce papers were even, maybe even signed. I don't know. But he didn't waste any time to just jump out of a toxic relationship right into another relationship. And I'm not saying his new relationship is toxic because they've been together now. Well, they got married in 2018, so they've been together a while now. And that hit me hard back then. And so I thought, man, you know what? I can sit around and feel sorry for myself or I can get up and I can go do something. So I went on a vacation by myself. I'd asked a couple of people and they couldn't make it. And I thought, I'm not going to let that hold me back. So I went down to the coast. (laughs) Here's what's funny. Okay. Y'all, I booked a vacation, booked a hotel. And I remember when I lived down there, there was a port Port Aransas that I wanted to go to very bad. And I hadn't, you know, ever gotten over there. So I, I booked my hotel and I drive down there to where I had booked my hotel and realized that I booked my vacation for Port Arthur, Texas. Please do not do that. I do not recommend it whatsoever. Big difference between Port Aransas and Port Arthur. Uh, Port Arthur is more industrial. It was, ugh, it was nasty, really. The hotel was scary. It was more like a motel and... Um, you know, I had to make the best out of it. I went over and drove into Louisiana and spent more time on the Louisiana side of the beach because it was cleaner on that side because of the industrial and the, I don't know, just the area I was in. But I still went on a vacation by myself, okay? I did take a gun with me because I can carry and, uh, you know, had my protection and stuff. And and I've been thinking a lot about that recently. Like, the last couple of days, I've been thinking, I'm just going to head down there, you know, before things get crazy and wild after I'm healed up. I'm just going to head down there. And I thought, man, I don't even know if I'm brave enough now to go down there with everything that's going on. Gun or no gun, dog or no dog. But you know what? If God says go, I'm going to go. Because I've been looking at all the memories on Facebook. And my vacation was pretty cool. Even if it wasn't the right port, I ate gator for the first time. Uh, I don't know that it tastes like chicken. People say it does, but I had gator like nachos or tacos or something like that. 
And I got to see a sea turtle. And the sad thing is the sea turtle had, you know, like passed away. I don't know why, but it was on my memories today. And I can remember how sad that made me feel that such an amazing creature had died. And, and they actually had to come and take it because they track those sea turtles. And it was just, you know, just thinking about God's creation and how he cares about even the sea turtles, that they track them and they try to protect them. And I don't know, God's just amazing. I know I did a lot of stuff on that trip. I went to Round Top, Texas, and then I was just thinking about what a small world, because while I was on that trip, I was traveling back through, and a lot of that area is where my ex-husband and I did a lot of cowboy church services and ministry, and and, uh, it was hard, you know, on my mind and emotions, and I was in this town that uh, Cameron, Cameron, Texas. And the reason I remember that is because I traveled through there two or three times. And that was my ex's niece's name was Cameron. And so I stopped there and went to the bathroom. And when I was there, I thought I saw my ex-husband. And I thought, man, my mind is really playing tricks on me. Oh, wow. Can you hear the loud dump truck back here? Uh, let me try to move this up a little closer. I was traveling through and thought I saw him at the gas station and And I thought, man, I must be crazy. And when I got home to Oklahoma, I looked up the schedule of his ministry events and where he was going. And he actually was in that town doing service. So God protected me, not because he would hurt me, because that that would never happen. I mean, yes, we had some domestic violence in our marriage, but it was basically two people that needed healed, two people that needed Jesus, that fought like cats and dogs when things got stressful and everything. But it was the uh, emotions in me and in the fact that he was already with that girl, so I know she would have been there. And God protect me. Here I was in this town and could have ran face to face with him, but just saw him across the parking lot. And another thing, the dude would have thought I was stalking him. Why would he expect to see me down in Cameron, Texas? It's crazy. But I'm just thinking about all the things that God did because he protected me from just running my vacation and running smack dab into him and, you know, and his his girlfriend at that time. And, and I just don't know. I mean, I just... I think we should think about those things. We should think about the tiniest things that happen in our life that it was absolutely God. God protecting us, God guiding us, God loving on us. Well, here comes a train now. Let's take a quick break while the train's going through for a commercial. Okay, so it's not quite as loud right now. You can still hear the train in the background. Uh, We've got all kinds of things going on, dump trucks going by. My street has been super busy. You would think it was an interstate today. Uh, but you know what? It's Monday. People are about and out and about. <laughs> Can't even talk right today. I get in such a hurry. But uh, I just want to just encourage you, you know, if there's something you're dealing with, get in the word. I'm studying on healing right now because God wants us healed. And people think that that was for like the Bible times. But if it is, then why in the world do you take a Tylenol when you have a headache? If you think God doesn't want you healed, don't take medications. I mean, I'm so tired of people saying healing was for the Bible times. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. God wants us to walk in health. Now, we live in a fallen world. We've got, you know, so many things and and circumstances that cause us to, to have illnesses. But that is not how God designed it. It just came with the curses. But if we don't remind ourselves we're redeemed from that curse because we live under Jesus's, you know, provision and everything he provided on that cross, then we'll get down in the dumps and we'll have no hope. And so I'm studying on that and I'm studying on the love of God. I'm studying on the light of God. 
Uh, my conferences this year are about shining the light, and the Gospel of John is full of scriptures on God, Jesus being the light in the world. And I literally was walking out to my back porch a couple of days ago, and I heard in my spirit, and, and not to sound religious, so when I say that, it, it's like a thought that goes through your head that you know just wasn't from you. And I was walking out, and I heard, read the Gospel of John. And so I was going to go in and read it, and I got distracted the next day again, read the Gospel of John. So I'm reading that and learning about the light of Jesus and how we're to be a light in a dark world, how darkness hates light, and, <coughs> excuse me, very well can tell that right now in this world. The darkness just keeps getting angrier and darker. They absolutely hate our light. They don't like being exposed. Uh, the dark people, the darkness in the spiritual realm, it doesn't. It does not like the light. It does not like us being kind to one another. It does not like us overlooking one another's faults. It doesn't like us agreeing to disagree. And so, I just want to encourage you. Great, hey guys, I'm just going to get off this podcast for the day. Now I have a dump truck spreading. I don't know what. Maybe asphalt. Hey, I guess that's a good thing if they're going to fix the roads, but. I need to get off here because it's just wild, but I encourage you, get the Word of God, study about how much He loves you and what He wants for you. God bless y'all. Check out my website, dreamcatcher320.com, and I promise I am going to have a new blog soon. It's just been a little wild, so take care and God bless y'all.